A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hello, signers. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Before we get to this fantastic episode, we do have some new five-star reviews to read. Um, Thank you so much in advance uh, for doing that. We are always so grateful. It really helps us, and we just appreciate it. It makes us feel good, and um, so thank you. Uh, If you you didn't know, if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on the podcast, uh, as we are about to do right now. so without further ado, let's read them. <laughs> um, this first review is from Ella Lena, uh, and it is entitled The Best Astrology Podcast. Uh, Ella Lena says, smoking a bowl and listening to this pod is my favorite pastime. I'm an Aquarius sun, Cancer moon, Leo rising. I would like to take this opportunity to shout out my fellow emo aquas. In the past, every time I would look into astrology, I would be quickly discouraged by the keywords detached and aloof associated with Aquarius. While this does happen to be the case with a lot of Aquariuses, I know, I never felt this way. I've always been full of emotion and super affectionate, so I never resonated with astrology. After learning my moon sign is cancer, everything made sense. This podcast has been super helpful when it comes to understanding all the different aspects of astrology. From basic to more advanced subjects, these girls make everything easy to follow and super engaging. Thank you, Elena. That's very sweet. Uh, I love this podcast. I'm talking. Hey, ladies. Thanks for all the content. I have a quick question about birth times. Oh, shit. See, you can sneak a question in here if you you write a review. Mm -hmm. I'm about to have my first child, and I've always been curious at what exact moment is a child deemed birthed? When the cord is cut or when the head is out or when the whole body is out? Thank you, Billy. (laughs) I think it's got to be when the whole body is out. Oh, I was going to say head. I was going to say crown. Because No, because I think you can still, um, this is sad, but I'm like, there can still be 
you can like have a stillborn baby. So mm. it's not you're not born until I think until you're all the way out. Okay, I'm not sure medically. <laughs> yeah, that was like medically. I think that they probably write it down when they get a sec. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> I don't know if it's like uh, I'm sure that it's like all right, like got him or yeah. got it right well, from watching I from my know. extensive time in the ER and by ER I mean the show <laughs> ER. Um, whenever they say the time of birth, it is like when they hold it up. Right. And they say to the nurse, like, clock, time of birth, clock it. 11.45 a.m. And then the, they go, like, here's, like, or whatever. Because they go, like, it's a girl. Like that, you know, again, speaking purely about movies. Okay. You know, now I'm kind of swayed to the whole body is out because sometimes that head can get stuck in there yeah. for a I little bit. I think it's head. I th- I but think- it's... I feel okay, like it's not the until moment the mom's he- done. The moment you hear the baby cry, anyone, I'm throwing in a new one. Hey, I'm there, for, I'm there for that. <laughs> no, because, but I it's, think it's, it's got to be like something where you know that it's Well, we all, about, it's not the cord, right? Like, what it's about not, this? I don't think it's the cord. What about this? Um, and this can be dicey. Uh, what about it's like until it no longer, like it's it's alive on its own or whatever. That like would it, be the cord. Yeah. So but that like would it be does, the because cord. even if the head is out, it's still alive. It's born. It's there. But it, mom is still like doing work but to I'm get saying, it into the even, world. That would still even be until the cords cut because the mom's still wow. feeding talking, it. Listen, you really got us talking Billy, about this. You <laughs> are a true gem. Okay. I, we're gonna say the whole body. I think. But listen, yeah. Billy. If I was you, and I now I'm gonna think about this. And now, if I ever give birth, I'll probably be like, take notes. I'll Video. be like, I'll be like, yo, write down when the head crowned. Then write down when the whole body was out. Then write down when the cord was cut, which is all probably going to be in a few minutes. And then look at the charts or let your child know in the future. They can look at it and, you know, just know. But also, like, to be fair, like, my birth certificate says 10-12. And my mom is like, you were born at 10-10. And I've checked both. They're very similar. I go with 10-10. So, you know, it's choose your own adventure. I also think it's just going to be very pretty much the same closeness yeah, yeah exactly. it's gonna be like, like it doesn't change that much it's gonna be unless you baby got some big shoulders <laughs> <laughs> in which case in which case god bless yeah. actually, or you really bless or whoever's did, blessed. actually your natal chart begins at ejaculation <laughs> <laughs> no intention of ejaculation that's so funny oh think of all the natal charts you've <laughs> all the natal charts i've swallowed yeah <laughs> All right. Anyways, good. Th- well, Mazel Tov to Thank your first you. board as yeah. well. Yes, congratulations. congratulations. Name it after us. Okay, bye. <laughs> signer, baby signer. <laughs> baby, you're honest. Okay. Anyway. Little preview. Uh, That's a little uh, preview of what's to come. <laughs> All right. uh, my Astro you. Family by Elise Matterson. Yes, super signer. Hell yeah. I love this podcast. Astrology is a truly enriching subject to study, and I've loved learning with these beautiful, hilarious, strong women. The accessible way they discuss discuss astrological topics is refreshing and feels like you're just hanging out with friends. They've created a supportive, warm community online where astrology lovers have a safe space and a place to discuss our beloved astro studies. These women are extraordinary and genuinely care about their community and astrology as a whole. I feel like I have a little astro family right here on the Internet. I purchased a chart reading from them, and the things they brought up have been transformative for me. Oh, personally. Yeah. That's so sweet. Julia, Stevie, and Lisa are truly gifted 
and are more than capable, generous, empathetic, and encouraging. I'm so glad I found them, and I highly recommend their Patreon too. Damn, WIS is a shining star in my life. No, you're a shining star. You're a Elise. shining star. I mean, what a review! Thank you so wow. much. I'm truly I'm, moved. Yeah, yeah. I'm tearing up a little bit. Okay. Um. Thank you so much. That was so sweet. Uh. This next review is the Taurus emoji and the purple heart. Uh. And this is from Marina candle emoji in canada love your emojis girl um and she just says love these angels and their pods so much short and sweet love it i love it so much um this one is a some more emojis up in here the heart with glitter on it the big star and then the swoosh star lisa stevie and julia are three wonderful humans who have helped me figure out why i'm i am gestures vaguely like this buckle up buttercups and get ready for suns moons venus ooh la la mars and more I, it's been the best to learn how to understand myself and others better, and their friendship is truly goals. Never stop the chit chat at the beginning. Thank you so much. <laughs> drive tonight. Oh yeah, drive tonight. Get it, baby. You can drive my car. Woo! Beep beep. Toot toot. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this one. Oh wait, yeah. Here, Lisa, do you need it? It's that next. There you go. Oh. From not dash David dash Bowie. <laughs> Are you sure you're yeah. not? That means it is. That'd be really tight. Uh, it's titled Yay Astrology. What, yay, what's your sign? L I S T E N to this pod. These chicks are cool and know what they're talking about. At least I think so. If not, they have me fooled. <laughs> Best commute podcast because it's like you're hanging with your friends. Hell yeah. That's are so you sure you're not David Bowie? Because I you, you might be. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Uh, next. Uh, Do you have the whole? Uh, it says no. I think it's just okay. TBH from a double sad Virgo moon. With Virgo moon. This is Kathleen B. Um. Kathleen says, it took me many listens to really get into this podcast and the annoying chit chat at the beginning of the pod. I used to gladly skip ahead, but now I love it just as much as the title's proclaimed content. <laughs> Once you get to know the ladies' personalities and charts, it really feels like you're there with them sipping the tea. It makes me want to make my own podcast question. I mean, if these rad gals can do it, so can I question Maybe not. Also, I have Sag and Mercury might be a disaster. <laughs> uh, quick for fun question. If your whole body was a combo of the actual animal critter symbols of your rising sun and moon, what would you look like? I'd be a mega babe centaur with wildflowers in my hair and hella good at archery, but has chronic hoof and mouth disease. Dude, that's Ooh. funny. Kathleen B., I think you could I think definitely you could have start a podcast. Your own podcast. At, at the very least, a blog. This is a very written, the written word here is, is hilarious. Yes. I feel like mine's going to be a winged bull with uh, a little pearl necklace. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I think I'm like the centaurs from Fantasia, straight up. It's like maybe, but maybe I'm like the little mini one because uh, oh, I'm Cap is. Moon, a goat, but it's like a real pretty, like a hot centaur. Uh I'm googling it. What the the centaurs? They're so cute. They're really I'm, cute. Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. They're, they're really cute. So cute. Um, I guess I would just like be this like baby bull, but maybe let's curl up those horns to like activate that ram moon energy, and then I guess I'll just have crab legs sticking out the side. <laughs> or if you just <laughs> you have, have like extra, yeah. yeah, you have extra arms. Oh, like cool. a multi hoofed mm -hmm. bull. What if you just had like bull? 
like hooves, but they like clawed like crabs. Ooh, and what if like from the nose ring of the bull, like little baby crabs like hung from it? And we're like, come <laughs> to us. <laughs> so cute. I love it. Okay, and finally, uh, boss babes. I'll from Horseman two three four Bojack two three four. I love this pod and the women behind it. Whoever gives this pod anything less than five stars is a coward. They are so inform- informational, down to earth, and make everything simple to understand. Horseman, fuck yeah, you get dude. it, hell yeah, dude. Horseman, cowards, giving cowards, horse, you're, you're fucking coward out. One star cowards. <laughs> uh, so thanks for your reviews. Thank it, you so it much. It makes you know we really just kind of do it for the reviews, and I'm just kidding. We do it for the love of astrology, but. It makes us happy that we make you happy. And like you've heard, we'll read anything as long as it's not like racist or ableist or sexist or no whatever. But you can like talk shit about us or yeah. that. we'll read it. Yeah. We're happy to engage that way. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. And without further ado, here's this episode. Woo! Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the backward flow of this podcast. Other definition, a degenerate person. Do we know that? <laughs> I didn't know that. That's. I know we don't talk about poo, but I just did Google. I was, you know, when you open up Safari and you see like the dumb shit you last looked up, and I was, how long to poo a meal? <laughs> <laughs> so what that, was, that. What is it? How long? It's like sixteen. It well, it's like your stomach empties like every six-ish hours if it's working properly. And then from like the meal you ate, like say if you're tracking corn, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> not that this prompted this okay. search. <laughs> it's about 16 to 18, like in that, you know, like a night of sleep in a day. <laughs> tracking corn is <laughs> so funny. <laughs> if you're on your corn tracker. What does that, like, I mean, I, I feel like it's self-explanatory, but like why... Because, like, if you notice blood or something, you can think about what you ate at that time and be like, oh, maybe that was what was contaminated. Or, right. You know. okay. or, or also when you have more fibrous dumps, then you can be like, oh, well, like that lunch Tuesday really did it. Yeah. yeah. Just to, like, give a shout out to, like, the meals in your life and Hell yeah. how they're affecting your bowels. Yeah. I think it's important to know. So, so reverse flow maybe think of my, my how, poo a, how you poo a meal, <laughs> poo a meal. <laughs> i every time i'm sorry to make this a real shit heavy podcast up top every time i go poop i think about um an episode of oprah that i watched where dr oz wasn't was a guest and he said that a sign of a healthy colon is if your poops are s shaped really mm-hmm. i've don't what yeah. s like and i mean it doesn't have to be an exact s although sometimes it is, and you're like, okay, that's <laughs> there. We go. I'm, I'm doing it. I don't think, but it's it, like that the curve because that's how your colon is at the end. I guess. I mean, I've, I've given. 
I don't know. I've given birth to a lot of like canes, like like hooks, but yeah. not a lot of. Yeah, that's. that's like, I think that. Like I think that counts. I got. I got really afraid for a second. I'm yeah. like, I don't think I I've had a feel, single S. Don't be self conscious. Okay, I won't. Poo is cool. I know we rarely do this. I know we just did kind of recently, but we never do this. I love poo. Did we recently? I think we talked about poo brief, but again, it's like it's so easy to get into like poo talk. Like it is. I don't know. I go back and forth about whether or not it's like gross to talk about it or whether it should be a thing that's like normalized and is actually like. Yeah, it should be normalized. But if someone's eating, it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I always go back and like, I'm just like trying to figure out what that thing is. Because still sometimes when people talk about it, I'm like, it feels like it's not so much the subject matter. It It's more just like, it feels like someone is trying to be Cameron Diaz in a movie or something like that. I where it's like, that. we get it. You talk about poop. Right. Like you're re- really putting it out there. <laughs> it's like manic pixie dream girl yes. to like be open about shitting. Yes, exactly. It's like, Oh my God, I actually eat pizza and watch sports and take dumps. <laughs> yeah. But she probably would call it something cute. I go you know? boom, boom. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go dookie. Oh. <laughs> uh, speaking of dumps, it's not dumb. <laughs> yeah, actually, that is. Or think, pumps. Yeah. Whoa. There we go. Vanderdump rules. Okay. Uh, that's it's rude not- to the Vanderdump, but. But I say with the love of loving poop, the Vanderdumps. How was pump? How was Lisa at a birthday? Sir, yes, it was Lisa's sir. birthday. Wait, is sir and pump? They're separate. Yes. Oh, okay. But we, they're nearby. Yes, they're okay. all like on the same block. block-ish. You can like go around the corner and then there's Pump and then down the street is Tom Tom. So you can, they're all like walking distance. Okay. Um, we did the round, baby. Surprisingly good. <laughs> <laughs> it was surprisingly excellent. Did you guys like eat food there? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't the kind of food that you're like, Oh my god, you have to try this. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was going to be inedible. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is fine for ex- expensive, a lot of money that it shouldn't have been. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's overpriced, but you know, you're it's not you're not paying overpriced for the food, you're paying for like the experience and eating it there. Like that it's like the cost of admission. Mm-hmm. But it's like his it's surreal surreal yeah, it okay is for sure um, but it really is where you're like i've seen this this is what that is we just kept like pointing out things and and finding stuff from the show but it's filthy yeah it's, it's disgustingly it's dirty literally dirty yeah really the whole like restaurant is dirty our friend Lindsay, her chair uh like had <laughs> straight up either shit stain or period stain like on, on the, the seat. chair and it on was the like fabric. a slip cover yeah oh, so no. it was like they could have for sure taken it off and gotten a new slip cover but that's yeah, how yeah. much they truly don't give a shit because they they're like anything. we know you're not here for anything but taking pictures so yeah. what are you gonna what are you gonna be like oh this place is shit stained chairs <laughs> Which we did. <laughs> we did. I mean, we said it, but what it, What are they going to be like? Oh, I'm so sorry. They're going to be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe. Was it like a stain from the show? Was it like, oh, like oh, someone I, got into a fight? I hope so. Right That'd here. That'd be great. If we find out. I mean, the, se- the season finale is next week. So yeah. I, hope, I hope to God there's a subplot. Well, what I really liked was they were like, your table's not ready, even though 
<laughs> it for sure the was. table that we sat at was definitely empty when they walked us over there mm-hmm. so i don't know what happened but it, i mean it almost was like it wasn't a real restaurant <laughs> <laughs> it was like it felt like a top chef challenge where they um, like build a it facade in a day. Yeah. and like actor or like an actor like some reality show where actors are being like faking a restaurant you're about to be on like a prank show right because none of the things that would you would recognize as like a functioning restaurant were happening mm. like nobody's checking on your like i mean she came in to check but it was, was just pretty like, good but it's Danny. like was no, she, is she on the show no no mm. was anyone who's on the show serving like working no, no. do they work is that no. real no i mean okay. no i mean i'm sure they have to like during filming yeah during filming or something like that where like i would bet for tax purposes or something like that yeah. they have to keep someone written they have to keep them on for x amount of hours or you know whatever anybody has that vanderpump uh you know tax shit oh, tea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> show your taxes <laughs> show, show your jaxes okay um, I see they have a, <laughs> I see they have a three point five on Yelp, which is oh yeah, the Yelp reviews are real hilarious. But they're the kind of place that like keeps the stock pictures like pinned, you know? Yeah, like, they pay for Yelp. Yes, they pay they pay out. The One Yelp. of the Yelp reviews that I like to quote is, "Sexy, unique restaurant." It's definitely one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a restaurant, we've heard. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's, it's unique and it's not sexy. It's not sexy. Uh, no. But then we went around in the corner. We went to Pump. We didn't do anything at Pump except for like walk in and point out the DJ booth. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Tom Tom. And see, Tom Tom's nice. I'm like the least familiar with Tom Tom. I definitely have heard of Sir. I've been to Pump once, but Tom Tom is new. Tom Tom's new. Oh, it, it's, it's, it is just new. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's the latest. Um, it was cool. Julia ran into an old friend. <laughs> yes, I did run into someone I went to high school with. Oh, shit. Um, he's a bartender there. I oh. won't say who, what his name is. Um, Do they but, film at TomTom now? Yes. Okay. Sometimes, yeah. And he posted on his Instagram like a clip of him on the show. I didn't watch it with sound on because we were out somewhere, but I was like, oh, okay. I, so you're just it, watching the clips in Tom. Tom. Well, I just was like, oh, I wonder what I wonder if I've seen this. Uh-huh. Like if I if I and I just missed him or if I did notice him but just forgot uh but he it was funny when we got there i was like oh shit i know that guy and then there were multiple times where we made eye contact where i was sitting at the like bench and he was behind the bar and he like did that thing where he's like do i know you Mm. but it also just looked like i was like flirting really hard (laughs) just like smile like just like really going for it uh (laughs) But I went up and talked to him, and uh, and while you were talking to him, our friend went over to take a video of you talking to him, and there, oh yeah, some <laughs> celebrity was behind her and just kept looking at her friend like, "Stop video!" <laughs> like you're no it's one like, to us. This yeah. is everything. Yeah, exactly. We need. It's like this isn't about you. Um, it's like a someone sealess someone. Yeah. Do we yeah. know do, name names? Do we know? I don't remember who it was? Oh, it was Justin Martindale, comedian. Don't know. Gonna Google image. That name yeah. sounds nice, but not uh, aware of no. It. But this guy, I knew him in high school. He was like really good friends with one of my good friends' boyfriends, and he would always uh, freestyle rap at places. The bartender. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He would freestyle rap. He was very bad at it. He would start every single rap with one, two, 
three to the four oh and then God. very often would run out of things to do immediately after would like start a start a line and then it would not go anywhere so it was oh my god i forgot that like high schoolers and probably grown people used to just like break into freestyle rap i feel like that was like a tr- very trendy our era of high school time encouraged maybe it was the eight mile i don't know but I don't know. I don't even think he did it because he was like thought he was good at it. I think he probably did it to be funny. But even that uh, it was like every single time we we're like, we get it. One. You're going to count in and be bad at this. Like, oh. good one. Oh, my God. That makes me think of this while we're in the reality realm as we do. There's like this old ass episode of Wife Swap. And if anyone has this clip, I would pay five dollars for it because <laughs> i've looked high and low on streaming and pirates but there was this one mom and I, I think she was swapped she she was like a farmer and she was swapped with like a hip-hop mogul family and she's like really dumpy and wears really high jeans and like knitted sweaters and they got her in the rap booth to like rap a little bit and she's a llama farmer so she's just like you don't think i'm nothing but a llama mama <laughs> <laughs> And that was like the extent of her rep. But I was like, I just got that in my, I would like, I just like would appreciate that audio clip. If anyone's got connects at wifeswapmedia.org. I feel like Wife Swap has been coming back into the zeitgeist recently. Yeah, there's new, there's new, new. Oh, there is? Yeah, I believe, I believe so. I think that's why I've been seeing it around well, the Well, because I saw there's like, there was that clip yeah, going around new, where, new. where the guy, it's like a really, you know, just textbook, uh, misogynist mm-hmm. racist guy mm-hmm. uh but i thought that was like just resurfacing oh that's cool There's no it's re- but i just double checked it and if anyone's in the wife swap news they just had their first black gay couple on wife swap that's hmm. cool which is like for someone working in reality tv it's like they're like insanely non-progressive like they'll do anything at all costs oh, yeah. and never show anyone that's just not like cookie cutter you know ha- has air quotes good jobs and doesn't sound it has to sound fancy and it's very like just like racist and elitist so good on you that's Re- a cool space for that to be progressive too yeah like especially like the ide- ideal and dynamics of family and just like yeah well yeah. i think that that's a cool thing as insidious and and uh limited as as like media is i think that those kinds of like sneaky ways of getting people to uh watch someone else's experience that they probably don't come into contact with in their normal life it's like it's not enough to like make people become more progressive but i do think that those things like matter and and help Mm -hmm. well i think it's like i don't know if i'm just like this is fake pseudoscience or social science but i feel like someone somewhere said it's harder to hate people you've met before mm-hmm. where it's like rather like it, when it's always been an other or something you've heard of or it's like this but if you actually like meet all the people you you think you are against or have different ideals than you even from like a liberal perspective of like people don't have the same ideals it's like i mean most of them aren't like too batshit where you're just like oh like you're another human we can just disagree and hopefully progress forward and not like have this at odds in our brain so i think that's no it is even though it feels like oh really a little too late or this or it's just tv it's like i don't know tv does help normalize things that should be 
that should just be part of everyday life. They say that this is another like fake fact that I'm sure <laughs> isn't true, but like if you have a gun pointed at your head, you're supposed to like give them five things about you. Oh yeah, um, to like make them you're to a person. find something, yeah, that, to make them realize you're a person to find like that they can relate mm. to you. I bet that's I bet that that's real. I mean, I mean, it can't hurt if you have a gun pointed yeah. at your head. I mean, but that's like what hostage, hostage negotiator things do is yeah. that they always are like asking, they say names and all of that kind of stuff where, it's, yeah, they're asking about that and they ask about them as a person, which I think is like in inherently human because now you're showing that you like care about them. So that. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I don't know. Okay. This is just a side tangent. Have you guys heard? I've been made aware of a new cult. That's out here. Well, it's here and it's like everywhere. But have you guys heard of the Teal Tribe? Mm-mm. I'm so scared if anyone listens and is in the Teal Tribe. If you are, I think you should get out. Like, I'm really afraid for you. But it's this like, it's this weird new kind of cult sort of Heaven's Gate sort of thing. But like, she's just like passes as like a holistic like healer lady. Her name's Teal Swan. And this Facebook group is just like. There's people just being like, I'm going to like die today because she's pro suicide. So she like encourages people to like, hey, if that's your journey, like that's your journey. And it's just and everyone in the group's like, yes, journeys. Yes, queen. And it's just like, oh, media and like leaders and gurus and like all these things is just like this is like painted like chill. But it's like pumping out this kind of like very intense. I mean, that sounds like a movie plot. Yeah, uh, as like a like a um, Ingrid Grows West like mm-hmm. uh, indie style social commentary thing where it would be like, oh, this Instagram influencer tells people to kill themselves. It almost yeah, like I didn't even think of it as like not being real because it's just well, like that. It I is, don't think but, it's not real. But I like just it, mean it's that. But it does like saying it out loud is like it does sound like so like too insane to be true but then i'm like in these groups i'm like lurking in all these facebook groups all day for work and i just see these things that just like i feel like i'm miscarrying right now but i think i'm just gonna sit through it and like just like experience it and i'm just like uh, i feel like this weird like do i need to like find their parents on facebook through their friends and like message all the it's this weird like savior thing that like once you start to get like insight where i feel like you don't get to see people like this as much before well it's like a different brand of um cults yeah i mean anything like that where it's like we you don't think of um you know i think that those are two kind of like disparate ideas someone being suicidal and also very whole like uh wellness spiritual like metaphysically oriented right um but i don't think that those things are necessarily like it's that's like a specific brand of person to prey on yeah it's it's just uh, i guess i've never thought of like how it can spread faster with social media because that's what social media is like for is just like get more people on board with you as fast as possible i bet there are so many things like that that we just don't know of yet because it ha- like the fallout hasn't happened <laughs> um but i i bet in you know 20 years there w- will be like hbo movies being made about mm-hmm. uh, infamous instagram cult leaders Ooh. well did you hear about the girl who called the cops because her instagram got shut down <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
Yeah. So funny. Some influencer oh. called the police and they she told them that it felt like a murder. Really? Mm-hmm. How many followers did she have? <laughs> 100,000, I think. Or maybe... Why? I don't know. She made this whole video. I listened to part of it on YouTube where she was saying... I don't know. You have to hear it. I feel like I'm not going to do it justice, but she was basically saying, um, I make all of my money off of this and I have no other skills and like, I can't work a job. Like, are you kidding me? Like stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Oh my God. I'm, I'm gonna find it. I'll tell you her name. Wait, what did it get removed for? Or did she not know? It was, she got her account back it was <laughs> phew <laughs> they said it was an accident but i feel like just because she made such made a, a thing? public stink about it whoa jesse taylor jesse i think I, as i furiously sure. typed me like who are you i need to know instagram got deleted again instagram is trying to oh my oh no she looks like bad bobby yeah, you know what I'm one about? of them, she is Bad like, baby. stop fucking reporting me. She's like, this is all I have. Oh, oh my, yeah. my God. Well, I mean, but it is like, it's interesting how many, I, that just starts getting me to think about like, um, what's the word? Like, automization or like in the future when everything will just be programmed. But when like programs fail. Well, that's okay. Not, I know that there are a lot of technological advances that we're not aware of. And this is me being slightly naive, but I do think that that is exactly why like the robots truly will never all the way take over because people, people like people, I, I think people don't give enough credit to like how much this kind of like whining happens and all of that. Mm -hmm. We're like, I don't know. Or it's like even if you go on like I'm reminded like how I mean, because technology and making all these things flow and be accurate and good takes money and manpower at the end of the day. Like you always need like both of those things. And like you never realize like how far behind we are technology speaking until you like have to go on like a government website and do like any single thing. And you're just like, wow, like none of this is simple. And maybe that's part purposeful so that you like fuck up and like you missed your unemployment check-in so you don't get unemployment anymore and you don't do like i think there is some like purposeness of like i also think it works on older models of computers that people that don't have an access to like a nice laptop Mm -hmm. have to use Mm -hmm. or like have a really old they're like it's like using a web model for something that i think that Mm -hmm. they intentionally do slow it down i don't think it's all for bad reasons, I do think that like we should upgrade library computers and stuff and like get apps going for DMV. But I also understand that not oh. everyone can like, do that. Do that, and I I think it's also just that the money doesn't go to things uh, yeah, that serve no, of us. Not. They're spending all that like techno technology on like weapons mm-hmm. and shit. You know, even just having like the like what like just minimize my clicks just when you click on like the menu and it's like 400 different things. I'm like, Oh, that's so overwhelming to do anything like with healthcare or like unemployment or governmenty anything. Also. Oh my God. Thinking of using a PC computer, Pablo has a PC computer. And anytime I have to do anything on it, I'm just like, like I don't, my, I, Apple has trained me to not use, to know how to use any other system besides there. And I feel so like, 
I, I don't know. It's just a reminder of like, oh, I should know how to use more than one type of computer. Well, your Mac can run it. Oh, what? The Windows. I know, but I'm a, I'm a Hey, Steve. But you can have both and learn. I know. But then the whole, I feel like the whole click system is different. Or does it matter if it's like the computer well, itself? Well, they have a right click, but so do we. I don't mm-hmm. know. It just kind of depends on. Mm-hmm. I grew up on PCs, so I feel like I'm fine with it. It's not I feel my like, choice. But. I think I used to use it a lot with in school. But then once like go, getting away from school, like I never use it anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Just trying to learn. It's like riding a bike. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm open to PC lessons. Well, speaking of reviewing (laughs) reviewing things from the past that we used to know uh today's topic um we're talking about retrogrades um there are a couple ones that uh just began uh recently and so that's been like a topic um i think we've we've discussed this phenomena uh on the podcast before that but because of the uh, visibility that Mercury retrograde has, whenever people read about another planet going retrograde, um, they automatically assume that it's the same thing or they, you know, are like, oh, what's or even just hearing anything retrograde is like a unique bad mm-hmm. thing. Um, so we're here just to talk about to dispel some of those myths mm-hmm. today and clarify. Um, I saw what's that. What? I saw that. Good morning, America. Like when you like search retrograde into google there's like a good morning america like clickbait astrology headline that's like first mercury then jupiter now pluto goes retrograde like it's like breaking news i don't know if you guys knew about these other retrogrades but all these planets are going retrograde and it's just like <laughs> oh it's like it it is meant to feel really like doom like oh the end of days like the time is nigh but i just thought it was funny it's like this goes retrograde all the time, but like, don't freak people out. Well, it's the, I've been having this conversation with people a lot recently. Um, and partially because you shared that or like that quote in our fit friend group or whatever about astrology being like whether or not a religion, but explaining that to people with, especially with something like retrograde, uh, you know, you wouldn't be, people aren't like, it's not clickbait worthy that it's like it rained this fall it <laughs> rained last fall and now it's going to be raining next fall. It's mm-hmm. like, no, it's just that it's rainy time. That's when rain yeah. happens. I guess rain happens like spring, but whatever. I live in California. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but it's like, yeah, it just means it's a condition. I think we're, I think my biggest reminder re uh, reminder, <laughs> sorry, um, was that astrology is, is here to teach us about cycles. And it's just about knowing that they're, you know, uh, giving into the fact that there are always cycles. And so it's just about having the information about what kind of cycle it is. And so you can deal with it in the most, uh, you know, efficient, painless way possible. Well, Scott and I were in La Jolla and we did an open water swim together and it was Scott's first one. And it was really rough conditions. So it was pretty hard. Um, and we were having a drink at a happy hour a few hours afterwards. And we were talking about it. And the guys sitting next to us happened to be tour guides that, like, do tours in the area. So we were talking to them. And what uh, my boyfriend was like, yeah, it was so rocky today. And one of them was like, well, it's a full moon. And, like, my boyfriend kind of, like, rolled his eyes because he's used to the 
LA version of that, which is like, I'm late to work because it's the full moon, mm-hmm. which yeah. is like, what? Um, and he was like, kind of like, and the guy's like, no, like, literally, really, like, that's how like the ocean works. Like, <laughs> he's like, um, you know, the new moon and the full moon are like the roughest time for the water mm-hmm. here in La Jolla. Whoa. That's I mean, it sounds like, like, uh, uh, to be like whoa but it's like oh yeah until you have like those physical reminders of like it's not just like woo woo like what well, they're you're saying they're not astro people they're like fucking surfer dudes yeah. they're not like into this like yeah but it's good i think that that in keeping with the cult conversation and with this before we go into the, like and what we're about to talk about i think um it's a good reminder that it's not astrology isn't just uh for us to like predict the future or like make excuses for bad behavior or try to figure out why we should date a person or whatever. It's like just physical things. It's about, it's bigger than it's bigger than us. It's bigger than uh, your individual kind of interactions with it. It's like, these are fucking planets and the Mm -hmm. earth and tides and all of it. So Mm -hmm. remembering that I think is a good reminder for us real people shit (laughs) um but let's get started uh first and foremost um planets are not in retrograde they are retrograde um if someone says in retrograde that's a telltale sign but they they don't know grammar yes um not to say we don't also don't want to you know belittle anybody who's learning this for the first time you're here to learn too so of course if you didn't know that now you know um but you know you'll see it in again like clickbaity articles or you know there's like a there was some like shirt that i saw that said in retrograde and i was like it was marketed as like astro merch for people and i'm like why would you make incorrect astro merch mm-hmm well, and I think because there's already a shirt that says bacon retrograde oh or god. whatever. <laughs> oh my god. Avocado <laughs> retrograde. <laughs> well, I think too, it like saying the in makes this visual in your mind that I think kind of sways from what's really it. It does feel like it's entering something when it's not really. I don't know. I think yeah. it does like paint like a, a picture. Like I always had when I was first learning and saying in retrograde, and there was a website like in college that I would use that was like is mercury in retrograde.com it was kind of like is california on fire.com it's like yes or no um but even that I remember back in the day that website I wonder if it's still up said like yes we know it's not like they had to like yeah they had to put like a disclaimer and it was like we're aware but it's take pity on us yeah we're having fun sorry yeah it's really more of a grammatical error than anything else so you know it's fun to correct Do, do you side thing do you guys have anything grammar wise that like grinds your gears when you hear it you're like it's not that um no i don't have that because i am garbage at grammar Mm. um but i do i think it's like saying i remember (laughs) we just had coachella i remember when you're we went to my friend and i went to coachella and we stayed uh, with like her mom's friend who was an older woman and she kept calling it Coachella Fest. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the most grating thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that's the same thing. Coachella Fest, can, I'll count that. That's, that's allowed. It's like add, adding a thing or just like 
not picking up when someone like doesn't want to be rude and correct you be like it's not that but yeah. just being like oh yeah you know like Coachella fest is this and then just having them still keep adding fest mm-hmm. is like okay you just don't care yeah Lisa do you have any are you a the grammar police on anything I will I will like <laughs> dig in I you know what I really don't like is on the internet when someone tries to write a know-it-all answer and misspells or misuses a word oh yeah then i will go in and they're oh, correct yes. or your um i don't know i i'm pretty forgiving in conversation i guess i don't like when people say like my mom she or you uh, know what i mean mm-hmm. just say like my mom did this thing so the you're both include adding extra adding yeah words. Like a lot for me mm-hmm. i only have like two and i will never correct anybody yeah. I, just, I will never correct I just, yeah. unless I, well, it's on the internet yeah <laughs> i just take a mental note like which is in regard and many people say in regards to oh, like I, they pl- for sure they pluralize that. it i don't know i just learned it and i hear it and i always go i just want to be like it's actually it's, regard. It's, it's just regard but i'm never gonna I'm, it doesn't even really bother me it's just noted and then this is more just from what i work in i've had I've like worked alongside and had to interview people for casting and there's some snobs in casting. If you say, what show did you work on? It's like, I casted this show and I casted this cause it's cast. I cast. I mean like get a life, but like, but now I, when I hear it, I'm like, ding, like that's not, that is not the proper past tense. Mm-hmm. But those are it. Just regarding cast, cast it. Well, cause it, you are casting like is like the okay whatever anyways yeah um, and maybe you have to write in regard in a lot of emails also it's like a very common i'll just say re 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 you know um but yeah uh back to the subject at hand um all planets are go retrograde except for uh the sun and moon which aren't planets but they we refer to them uh similar but yeah those are the only two that never have any retrograde periods um so don't believe what good morning america says it's <laughs> not a big deal um at least uh especially because the outer planets are a bit so slow what what retrograde is um is when it's planets never actually go backwards it just appears that way from our perspective on earth because we are all orbiting at different speeds so at certain points uh you know the earth is going to kind of lap uh, the planets uh, or they're going to be on those, you know, they're passing different ways because, you know, Mercury goes faster. Uh, you know, you just get that thing of like, if someone, if someone's going, if someone laps you twice, whatever, then they're on the other side of the field, but it's still, they're still going faster than you, but it looks like they're further away. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of these are just, uh, you know, a, a appearance thing. There's no actual backwards movement. It'd be cool if it did, yeah, but it, but it don't. It just float in there. I like the way that astroseek.com or I guess horoscopes.astroseek.com. Sorry, horoscopes.astro-seek.com um, use it shows like a natal chart kind of with the path of how the planets move retrograde. Mm. Oh, and if you can pull that up, I think it kind of ha- makes sense, especially with your track and field analogy <laughs> mm-hmm. um the other oh, where 
got to pull this up. I have. She got her. No she got her textbooks books. out today. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting, and this is like where I, my brain kind of shuts off a little bit, but um, uh, in the book, the only way to learn astrology. This is the volume two. Um, they talk about how you know. You can also tell when something is in retrograde because it will be a th by the number of degrees away it is from the sun because of the orbit, like the, ma the math when you do orbits because, you know, Mercury's is never more than 28 degrees. That right. way, so you can be like, oh, if it's here, oh, that's, that's, you Moving know. Back. Yeah, exactly. So if you're really, if you're a numbers person, then yeah, you, you'll be able to check that out. Um, when... So that's what it literally means. Symbolically, uh, what a retrograde means is it's a time when uh, the areas of life that are ruled by that specific planet kind of uh, slow down. They can there's can be some mix ups. There can be some uh, frustrations there, some uh, start stop, some it's anything that has that re prefix to it. Any words that have re in it, that's, you know, it's a time for that in whatever area of life is ruled by the planet that is retrograde. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think and we've gone through like so many different periods so far, even just in hosting the pod with like Venus retrograde was like a big time that I feel like that was the first time I was a conscious astrology person, like more aware of it and like being like, don't get your fucking hair cut and don't like have elective plastic surgery because I think the retrograde periods of the planet make sense for what they symbolize in your chart and in their everyday existence. It's like we know Mercury retrograde is supposed to be a time of like communication malfunction station but then that's like the like neg version but then also like on the flip it's all these times are good reflection periods slow down periods returning to periods like catching up with old friends they all go back to like going back with inside yourself and kind of just like having taking a beat it's like i think of it as like doing chores where it's like mm -hmm. there are certain chores that you have to do more frequently than others. You don't have to wash the baseboards in your home every <laughs> after every meal. You do have to do the dishes more often, which would be like a Mercury retrograde. Mm -hmm. uh, you need to wash the dishes. You need to, you know, clean counters and uh, put away your clothes, do laundry, those kinds of things. But you don't always need to you know replace air filters and that kind of stuff <laughs> so it's i think that what i was noticing a lot um for this one was just that how it like makes sense with the the amount of the amount of time that a planet stays retrograde and the amount of times per year that it happens fits with the types of things that it is asking you to be is asking to be reviewed Mm -hmm. at that time where it's like oh communication or your car or your computer like that's a thing that needs to be dealt with uh, immediately yeah, yeah but also isn't a thing that's gonna completely shift your life the same way it's like this is a uh, i don't want to you know minimize anybody's mercury retrograde tragedies but it's like this is a minimal thing this is minor frustration this is day-to-day -day frustration yeah. as opposed to a uh you know saturn retrograde which is going to be like oh what like it's more it's structural it's more serious so it's like you can't change the structure of your life drastically three to four times a year yeah and that, also those you know, periods are just so like i think even when we talk about your personal planets affecting who you are in your day-to-day -day versus your outer planets which we're all sharing more generationally it's like 
yeah, if Saturn or like Pluto retrograde really fucked us up, like as hard, like as it feels as a Mercury retrograde, it's like, it's so long. It's kind of just like, these are like these life longer deal with it moments that I think I never thought of it like kind of corresponding with the planet symbology of also like even Venus retrograde of like, well, how often are you really thinking about like, like love or introspection on like relationships and also maybe how you're coming off to people and your beauty and these things that's like it's not as frequent as the community talking to to people every day just the idea that i think we've talked about before where um i think a lot of the times when we get into kind of a comfortable place in our relationships and whether that's friendships or romantic or not Mm -hmm. you forget that you need to just there are some times where you just need to be nice and just let it go yeah and like that it's like you get so comfortable and you get so used to being able to express yourself in a certain way. And even if the slightest thing bothers you being able to address it with someone Mm -hmm. and knowing that there's a period of time where you're like, okay, how about like, I don't bring this up. And if I do bring it up, I'm really conscious about the way I do it. And I think that's good training for the rest of the year. Even if it's just a couple of months of being like, yeah, no, make sure you say something nice before you say, Hey, you forgot to fucking put toilet paper again or whatever well i think those like ones and we'll go through the length of each one but i think some venus retrograde is a great example because it's all like what you were just saying the lessons that you learn during that you can can kind of last you longer than again say like a mercury retrograde where it's like in your car mercury uh you know gemini rules short distance travel car that's a frequent thing that happens during mercury retrograde um okay like you got your wind windshield wipers fixed but there's all so many little parts in a car that can go wrong at any time whereas like big relationship themes where it's like oh i need to work on how i ask people to do things around the house that's a thing that you kind of like wouldn't recognize unless it was a long-term pattern that had been going on and someone and it wouldn't bother you unless it was happening a lot of you know if your partner always is really nice about it and then one time says it's shitty you're not like you're not like gonna oh, I break a, up yeah, exactly i need to rethink this yeah. whole thing it's you know mm-hmm. i think that's like that all of what you're saying is makes me is now even thinking of it in a different way than when i was first looking these things up too of just like we all know there's a slow down period but not even just slow down but like how about i try doing something a little bit different for this time period or just be acknowledged if i'm not getting my way maybe my way is not going to work right now. And it's just like a reminder of like being adaptable and sensitive. Well, and I think it makes sense right now. We have um, Jupiter is retrograde. Saturn just went retrograde as, as did Pluto. And I think that also recognizing like, Oh, those are all at once because they all kind of help the cleaning that needs to be done through each other mm-hmm. whatever where it's like oh where mercury having that on top of that is like a lot because that's you know it's hard to learn these big kind of uh, long ranging transformative les- lessons when you can't send a text message or whatever like that too it, mm-hmm. it's i don't know um but let's go let's go through them yay um mercury obviously that's the one you know you know the most about the one because we feel it the most immediately it happens, the most uh, frequent of all of them, it's three to four times a year for three weeks. Um, and that's not including shadow phases. All retrogrades also have a shadow phase, which is like a week or so on before it goes retrograde and after it goes direct, um, where you still can be feeling the the 
effects, which I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, I know I'm like, I know it's like beating a dead horse, but it's like, oh yeah. Just like when you learn something new, like the first, the first time you do it, you're still kind of like getting used to it. But then after you've done it a few times and you're like, oh, okay, I can get in the hang of this. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes second nature, you know, which also to be like a little bit of a devil's advocate. I won't say the word. Cause actually devil's advocates are assholes. Just to be a bit of like a cusp snob. It's interesting that like shadow phases are totally kosher, but like this idea of cusp energy is like not, I don't know. Just throw that just, came to me and oh, i'm just stevie if you knew anything about degrees yeah. that <laughs> isn't go. that what they always say i'm just being a brat like, as if i don't know about degrees yes and uh, obviously you can't be the cusp still it. exists it's still yes. there the cusp like, because cusp i think cusp is like a shadow phase i don't know it I'm, is i'm being a brat it's a yeah. transitional period and it makes sense and anyone who says otherwise can turn this off <laughs> right now <laughs> i love it um so you know, Mercury retrograde is a time when there can be a lot of miscommunications. It's a time when there can be technological issues. Mercury rules moving parts. Um, it also rules uh, like, I was going to say marketing, like shopping. Mer- uh, what is that? Merchandising. Merch- yeah, merch- merchants. Mercantiles. Yeah, so that's, you know, all of the moving pieces, things getting out. It's when we don't know, we don't have all of the information or not all of the parts are working and all of that. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, a time when yeah there can be you know travel mix-ups and those kinds of things um so it's not a good time to buy new technology it's not a good time to sign contracts it's not a good time to buy anything with a lot of moving parts or it's a time to be you know aware that mix-ups can happen with that stuff but it's a great time to uh back up those things yeah um and get in touch with people from your past Mm -hmm. like i know the vacation mode is scary for mercury retrograde because obviously flights get delayed you actually thought your plane was getting in on wednesday but it's an overnight flight and it's actually the you know like those little things i think it's just dude what you should be doing sans retrograde is do your due diligence and when you're being and be very thoughtful mind when you're making decisions that are important which i think is like that's why retrogrades are good reminders of like, you should be doing this like all the fucking time. But like in case you haven't been doing it these last few months, let's do it again. But also if you need to do something during a retrograde, yes, do it. You do have it. To. We've, <laughs> we've been asked like, Hey, I need surgery. Should I wait? And it's like, I mean, well, I don't know. Do you want to live? Yeah. It's yeah. like, if you need it, then go for it. But again, these things are all electives, all things that are like options. Like, I mean, I think, if you can work around the calendar that's beneficial but if you need like emergency surgery and all these things like definitely you know do it do that but yeah it's a great time to be creative great time to um you know kind of write writing relax have fun socialize but be aware be be ready for some things to you know be shaken up Mm -hmm. baby a lot of i think retrogrades too also are like even how controlled you are in your life and how much of a planner and and big Virgo energy you might have shit just fucks up sometimes. And I think it's also like giving into just the universe and just kind of rolling with the punches. And, but if you can kind of do the most to prevent that, then you're just 10 steps ahead. I also will say, you know, just be gentle with yourself. If something's retrograde, it doesn't mean anything's going to happen to you. Even if it's like 
in your sign or in your rising or in your mercury it's okay like I know that sometimes when I look at forecasts and predictive stuff I get very just like well this is gonna be the worst day of my life like I better I better have my lucky rabbit's foot on me and every other (laughs) thing that I need and uh if I step out of the house and um you know usually uh everything's fine that day Mm -hmm. so just be gentle with yourself yeah you see so we all have free will and and (laughs) also everyone has a bad day yeah it's okay also these happen a lot (laughs) um venus retrograde happens uh every year and a half or so for about four to six weeks um we do not have any venus retrograde this year because we had one last year as we referred to um i mean it's what it sounds like it's a time for breakups uh but also a time for kind of renegotiating relationships uh looking where where things have been out of balance um not a great time to start something new obviously um but a good time to get clear on what your relationship values are and what's what where are you enacting them or not um i found something interesting on astrology king because they i'm gonna guess it's a he because it mean, says king. king. Yes, king. But, um, <laughs> but they mentioned that this kind of self-love might be starting with beautifying your physical appearance, which is something that we normally advise against during Venus retrograde. Um, and then they continue on to say that it can be excessive mm. and, you know, cosmetic surgery error and stuff like that. Which I think is interesting because I think when we think about that time, we don't think about the upkeep stuff where Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, just make sure you do your like face masks once a week or the kind of stuff that you've been neglecting all year about, I don't know, your cuticle cream or whatever the fuck you don't. Yeah. Those are what I don't do. I think that it reminds you that those are things that you need to that are things to be done year round right and it's also like if you you really want to get a haircut like you can get your trim and just get and then you know what see if that's enough yeah i think it's like like enough that you don't have to get a nose job or whatever it's like you can get a nose job too i do whatever you do whatever you want um but i think it's more like you're responding from noticing the lack or whatever Mm -hmm. and instead of noticing that like oh, I haven't been taking care of this. You're like, oh, I need to fix this. Right. I need to whatever. So it's like overcompensating for what hasn't been done when in reality it's like, oh, no, this is the time to like note notice that. Mm-hmm. Not to be like, oh, I'm going to – because you can't fix it a year's worth of not taking care of your cuticles in a sitting or like you don't need – or it's like – or you don't need to get like cuticle replacement surgery. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just need to – buy uh, like restock up on cuticle cream that you wear all the time that was doing just fine yeah. you just haven't been doing it is that real surgery no oh, okay i <laughs> hope i mean maybe probably probably uh, being honest i think the thing with venus retrograde too that i think can um piggyback with mercury retrograde beyond like the things about yourself it's also a time too where people can come back into your life or like beyond the ones that you're trying to reconnect with like don't be surprised if you get a text from your ex. Don't be surprised if you find yourself kind of maybe like you're in a new relationship. You're like, start having those like, hmm, maybe my thing with my old thing was better. Maybe I should like, I think it's the time where you start to kind of have this reminisce, reminisce, mind wandering, 
lingering, lingering feeling, which is totally normal. And that happens in every day. But I think it can be, I guess I think it's like a good time to recognize in yourself what's just like fantasy and what's real and what is like, just like, and what do those fantasies mean? Do that, does that mean, do you really miss your ex or do you wish that your current would do this a little bit more like them? Not that they have to be them because fuck that. But I think that's just something to also be aware that it's other people can kind of come in and maybe influence maybe how you're feeling about yourself as well. And art that you used to like, right. or, you know, some art that you created years ago that you might want to revisit and update. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, Mars, uh, Mars goes retrograde every two years for about eight weeks. Um, so again, we're not going to have a Mars retrograde until, uh, 2020 ish. Um, because we had one last year as well um you know mars rules fighting and fucking uh (laughs) so when that's retrograde i think that's time for for more conflict but also feeling like you kind of can't get going feeling frustrated feeling unmotivated feeling just kind of tired um also feeling like uh you know running up against a wall that kind of energy where it's like nothing really can get cooking Mm mm-hmm um, the Astro Twins, as per, you know, because they're great, also had like a good retrograde guide too of like how to just like basically use them to your advantage the most. And I think they talked a lot about like just kind of how to like just dissolve conflict. Like if there has been maybe something that's been bubbling and like a grudge or like an old standoff that you're just like, even though you're over it, like let it like let's maybe this is the time to really like relinquish any of those like old irks and like ugh feelings to, to other people that you might have that you're like I don't have it it's like it's in there I think it's like that idea of you can't you have to slow down you can't rush through things you can't um like blow past it so yeah if you're not it's time to like really get over it really process through the thing really do the steps over again that you needed to do you know like a, a craft project that you didn't do all of the steps for you like didn't let the glue fully dry and then it falls off or whatever. Where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well now you're going to have to redo it and make sure you might have to like pick off that glue that dried off and, you know, touch up the paint mm-hmm. so you can re-glue it, but you have to let the paint dry all the way and all that. So it's like, mm-hmm. or even you know. if it's like, like you like bitched about it to your friends a hundred billion times, but you feel like you got to have like one last good session of like, maybe there's something you haven't told your friends. Maybe there's some other like element to something that's like keeping you, just like pissed off it's like it's the time let it out we're here do it something i thought was interesting uh from integral astrology is that the idea of iron Mm. um is ruled by mars so or engines so um they say surgery it can be dangerous uh also that it's not a great time to start a new job. Hmm. Not because the uh, job, you won't complete it or that it won't. It just might have higher expectations and it might come out being less than what you thought it was. Mm-hmm. And the example that they give is Bill Clinton was sworn into office for both his terms in Mars retrograde. Whoa. Well, that would make sense. I mean, that idea, too, of like just like sex not scandal. having sex scandal. I mean, fighting and fucking. Well, yeah. But and all, and also just being like what you just said, kind of like l- great expectations. Yeah. That and low reward. We're not having the not coming in with the the, the same 
energy that's like the follow through you know Damn. fighting off a little more than you can chew kind of thing um the outer planets uh because they're slow and vague um they are retrograde for four to six months every year <laughs> so I thought you were talking about like a fat person <laughs> in my mind i That's pictured a- jupiter as like a really rotund nice like really jolly jogger mm-hmm. oh saw- jupiter's like a orson wells no chris oh, yes. farley <laughs> yes that's bad. actually that's true i feel like saturn is like a orson I, wells i was seeing jupiter with some like really high-waisted suspender type you know just like really <laughs> hoisted all the way up yes i'm glad we, we all had that like kind of <laughs> like group. that image jolly jupiter um <laughs> <laughs> jupiter is currently retrograde um it began on april 10th and it will be retrograde until the 11th of august um you know it's it's a time to reevaluate philosophical things it's a time to see if our belief systems are, are like have we uh did we think we were following an instagram influencer or have we found ourselves in a cult uh is Ooh. this really what we thought it was is it mm. all it's cracked up to be um was this too good to be true and or is this something that i really believe in do i really do i actually like these things is this serving my life is this a you know whatever am i going what am i ex- making too much of what am i um you know blowing out of proportion or thinking is you know, more idealistic than it actually is. Hmm. Um, so this is a great time to um, also like re go back to school. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I also looked at that Astro Twins um, kind of like guide for um, how best to to use each retrograde period. And yeah, theirs was, you know, going back to school, finishing up a degree or cert- certification that you started, um, travel, of course, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of re revisiting things that you thought you already learned, I think is a, a good kind of broad mm. Jupiter thing. So it could also be like going back to somewhere. Oh, I've already been there. But like, have you though? Like, or like when you go again now, it doesn't mean that you can't see something new in a place that you've already been. Yeah. One of the things that Annabelle Gat talks about in the article that Refinery29 interviewed her is that the idea of being or wanting to search for answers everywhere but inside yourself when you need to really just dig into your own shit. Mm-hmm. Like, leave everyone else out of it. Nice. That's a good one. I mean, even like Jupiter, when we've talked about it before, is so much about like, all of the good things and luck and wow, life is just like so cool and grand, but it's like, well, your life's gotten so cool and grand because you've like done the work to get there. So I think this idea of like even going back to a familiar place or finishing school, it's like, well, re- retrograde Jupiter is not about taking risks. It's like, well, those aren't risks. Those are like, that's just enhancing the things that you've been putting into the effort to begin with. So you're just going to like, it's only going to get you generating more luck for yourself because some of us need to generate our own luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Saturn retrograde, uh, which we are also in that began on April 29th and it will be retrograde until September 18th. Um, I feel like it's similar to Jupiter retrograde where it's, but it's, you know, maybe less coming down from the cloud and more, you know, just kind of, uh, making sure that your plans are, are solid. So, you know, reevaluating, reevaluating, plans reevaluating structures reevaluating uh like career things are you what are you 
is your work actually yielding results? If not, what needs to be changed to do that? Are you, is the, is this the right direction? Are you putting in work towards the right goal? Do you want to shift where that is? Or are you happy in making sure that that's, you know, uh, you know, how can you be, have this most sturdy, stable road to get you to that destination? Mm-hmm. This one's starting April 29th and ending September 18th. Did we say mm-hmm. that? Uh, also, this is, um, I think, an important time to be aware of if you're experiencing trauma in real time or if you're maybe blurring past arguments with current arguments, if you're, mm. uh, if you're not living in the moment or if you're li- in, the f- in the present, too. Like, if you're anticipating someone... Uh, to not show up to something for you or you're already kind of resenting them in the moment. You know what I mean? If you're like, oh, they're not going to show up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You're already kind of like resenting them before anything's even happened. Uh-huh. And so I think this there there is this idea of like time being blurred. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important to kind of be like, oh, am I having this response to this thing because it's happening right now? Or is it because my brother was mean to me when I was a kid? You know, it's you have to kind of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I think that's that's interesting too because I think uh, I know I can and I'm sure other people can relate to like getting mad beforehand because it's like, well, this has happened before, and it's like maybe relinquishing this like even expectations of how people might behave because like I mean Saturn's like tough bitch like it has it has certain expectations and it wants things done a certain way, um, but these all need to be about yourself. I think my instinct about it too, I think is like, I think if your schedule isn't how looking how you want it to your time, it's maybe that's probably a good time to like, be like, well, what can save you on your commute? What can say, like, is it beneficial to go? Like, I know you like your nail place over here, but is it, is the, is the drive driving you nuts? Like maybe just start thinking like, how can you make yourself happier by freeing your time so you can do more of the things you like to do? I think it's interesting because, you know, Saturn is um, associated with, fathers traditionally um for those of us who have one every chance i get <laughs> one time uh, I, this is so unrelated you know how the coke can sometimes say like share a coke julia coke. and one time um mine said dad and my roommate just turned it <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of a conversation. So you wouldn't funniest thing so in the world. <laughs> I think I don't know I don't know if I was talking to you or my, my other friend with a dead father, but I think we we're talking about how all all dads are either dead or absent. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been me. <laughs> so funny. But I think it's um not thinking about it as like a literal man, but what ha- what in our life have we like given power to like make us go to our room where Mm. we don't have to, or where are we assuming someone is in charge of us or something, a behavior is out of our control in a way that we are totally able to be in control of. Um, Or where have we given someone else control because we don't want to be responsible and where are we supposed to be sending someone to their room Right, we've been like, oh, I'm gonna be the nice. I don't want to be the nice. I'm, yeah. I'm the fun. I'm a fun one. I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, yeah. whatever. Or it's like, no, it's you can't always be the fun one. Sometimes yeah. you got to be the mean one. <laughs> um, that Saturn goes retrograde once a year. Um, yeah, uh, Uranus retrograde. I change it 
the way I say it every single time. It just <laughs> depends on what other astrology podcast I listened to most recently. Uranus. Um, Uranus. Ooh. We gotta find like a Uranus. Should we make our own? Uranus. That's I was like, we gotta make up one that's like Uranus. Wait, that's real. That's oh, fun. <laughs> I was trying to like just We should just just commit hard to saying Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> that's how we distinguish ourselves as like the, the fucking bad boys of astrology <laughs> i was trying to say we say uranus <laughs> i was trying to say it fast to see if some other sound came out but it was just your uranus i know like i don't know like you're you i think it's funny too is when you say like uranian i think it'd be funny to be like yeah uranian <laughs> that's just a real urani vibe yeah you're <laughs> uranal <laughs> Got a real uranal vibe. <laughs> Are you uranally ruled? <laughs> Are, were we talking about poo at the beginning of this oh podcast? Uh, hello, we are Uranus. Comes out of Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Surprise. We are we are an Aquarius. Our <laughs> podcast is so. It oh makes yeah. Sense, um, that that would be our thing. Anyways, um, you know, Uranus. <laughs> it just sounds like you're saying fancy Uranus. Like you're yeah. trying to be like you eat butt with your pinky up. Like, oh, you're honest. I'd love to. Your honor, I hardly know. <laughs> so many millennials eat honest. Oh yeah, I love. <laughs> oh, you have to eat honest. <laughs> oh, you're not eating honest. You must. You must. I pro- oh. Will you pass the gray honest? <laughs> I had the most delicious honest at this restaurant in France. Five in Michelin France? star. <laughs> in France. Okay. <laughs> we can't. Um, anyways, this is a <laughs> this is a place to look uh, at where we are uh, being rebellious for the sake of being rebellious. Are we doing this for the right reasons? Are we unnecessary? Are we you know, being contrarian about everything where it's like, if you're contrarian about everything, then you're contrarian about nothing because Mm -hmm. you got to pick your fucking battles. So, uh, if you're just doing it to be different, then that's, you're wasting everybody's time. So, you know, pick your, pick your causes. Um, but also, uh, like make sure you're doing stuff for, causes like find find your causes if you uh don't stop being a rebel don't stop having places where you disrupt in your life figure out how you can you know yield that wield that energy uh productively uh yeah yeah that one we just came out of a Uranus retrograde um and it will go back august 11th until january 10th of 2020 2020. I think some of those rebellious things too. One of the things is about personal freedom, says the king. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I think, you know, you have to understand if you're pushing people away because you want freedom or because you want, uh, you know, to punish yourself. Or are you, yeah, are you, or are you um, associating with people who keep you from asserting right. your freedom, from being, for standing up for what, are you associated with people who don't really stand for what you believe in? Um, are you afraid to be, you know, an outcast or are you afraid to like be stand up as an individual? Um, or are you wanting to just go letting the, the crowds 
Rulia. Mm-hmm. I think um, the Astro Twins mentioned like maybe like uh, chucking out some disrupt who's like the disruptive people in your life. Like who are just those just fucking those people who just like fuck up your world. Like it's time to just like evaluate like and we've talked about this in chart reads and other things is like, OK, like you're great, but like daily contact with you like messes me up so maybe just think of like how you can get rid of all that chaos in the best way that you can mm-hmm. um neptune retrograde uh this will be happening uh june 21st through november 27th um <clears throat> this is a great time to uh do a checkup on our subconscious on our dream life on our spiritual life um to you know, be in tune with those things that are not of the earth of this world in that kind of ether. I've, someone said that recently and they're like, Neptune rules the ether. And I'm like, oh, mm. yeah, I love it. I'm like in that. Um, also a great time to resume a creative musical or artistic project, says the Astro Twins. This might strip away all of the illusion retrograde so you're gonna be seeing it for what it is and maybe that's good and maybe it's not good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think this like neptune is definitely our pisces energy all that like just getting back into like what makes you feel like you which is just like what makes your emotional heart sing um again like i think the i the twins saying about like resuming is like a really like the resume part's a big word because I mean, how many times have we been like, yeah, I used to play drums, but I don't know. I wasn't good. Or I kind of, I don't have a space to do it or this. It's like, well, like make it work. Like if it's like, if it feels like there's a hole, you know, a drum sized hole in your heart, like bang on the sticks, baby. Like mm-hmm. find, like find a friend, like, bang a gong, get it on. <laughs> <laughs> find a way. Maybe there's something you can like, get like a little pad that you plug in that's like in your apartment or i don't know a video game that's like same vibe play i was gonna play say play rock band but you know i don't know get in touch with those things that you like it's okay well that's a nice i i don't know something about the way that both of you just said that um made me think of i don't know if i've thought about like just like neptunian energy in this way um but it's like the idea of um all of those things of like delusion, whether it be uh, making it a dream that's too big for you to experience all the time or making it like too much, like that it's like, this is my dream, whatever, where it's like, no, if you like playing and don't make it like, oh, I have to be a professional drummer in order to experience something that brings you joy now. And don't make it be like, I have to be like, I'm a drummer and that's who I am. Right. It's just like, figure out what works for real. Yeah. Well, I think that Pisces can have those big dreams and sometimes it can sound like a lot. But also I think what's cool about Pisces Neptune energy is like, they just like, they have like no embarrassment. They're just like, I like it. So I'm going to like get on stage and, and like play the suckiest drum solo you've ever heard. But like, man, it felt good. And like, that's, it's about like really the feeling of it more than like being perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, Pluto retrograde. Um, this, we are also currently in it began on April 24th and will be in retrograde until I almost said in retrograde. <laughs> oh my God. How Call out culture. Um, until October 3rd. Um, this is a good time to 
explore your shadow side, any kind of limited beliefs. Um, you know, it's just dis- transformation and destruction. And, um, you know, that's a long time for a planet to be retrograde. So I think in keeping with kind of like that theme of the size, the kinds of transformation is based on the length of it where it's like, yeah, these are like big ones, not like, a, you know, yeah, do something. It, put on a face mask. This is like retrain yourself to like look at your face in a whole different way, be, based on you know whatever whatever you thought your face has looked like for the, your whole life. It's time to like see it with new eyes. That mm-hmm. kind of thing. I think it's interesting too <coughs> because um, a lot of times we talk about. Well, I just clicked on an ad, but uh, <laughs> hopefully it comes back. What I was talking about. Um, the idea of balance and light and dark and yin and yang and, you know, feminine, masculine, everything in between. Um, and I think that the idea of like construction and destruction, I think we tend to believe or pretend that destruction just happens once and all the other times it's like positive and it's not, it's balance. It's half the year. It's like, you know, you can, like build your self-conscious up for half the year and destroy all of the like negative notions that you've carried with you for the other half. Um, Another thing that the refinery 29 article says is it's a subconscious thing. Um, It could be desires resurfacing, exploring past fantasies. Well, I think it's important to remember that, Um, especially with something like Pluto where we're talking about like destruction, such a big word like that. Um, Retrogrades happen in one sign in one house each time. So this isn't like your whole life being destroyed. This is a specific area of your life. And that also, you know, then we have to take into account how it's aspecting other planets in your chart in the actual sky and things like that. But I think that that's like one going back to the beginning of this, of talking about how, you know, that clickbaity, it's retrograde that, that it's like, no, it, it's localized. It's in this. And because like the nature of retrogrades themselves, we can't be destroying our entire lives all the time. And that's the nature of destruction too. You Mm -hmm. don't feel it. You don't feel the earthquake in Northern California, you know, Mm -hmm. when we're here, it's, yeah. You feel for it. You're, you you know, you can see it on the screen and feel bad. But. Mm-hmm. And even the idea, too, of something being like destruction, not necessarily being negative, because the idea would be like sometimes something positive happens when you have a child you are destroying your single life has now been destroyed. You are now mm. a parent whatever in your constructing. You've destructed one life and constructed another thing. There's that's not a totally good thing or a totally bad thing it just is a thing be when you you know buy a new if you move into a house or whatever you eating a good meal means you're destroying the hunger yeah yeah. destroying hunger or destroying what was a beautiful presentation and making it into something you know Mm -hmm. also i hope there's no earthquakes i just didn't mean to say it like it it had already happened okay that's so (laughs) weird because like last night i 
like was laying about to go into bed but then i got like us like i made up a song like a country song in my head called the big one <laughs> and like just wrote all about like my earthquake supply bag and like keeping singles because there this, won't be credit cards and like gonna be a hit i know i was like don't talk don't about this stop people. talking right and now I'm, I'm keeping it i'm keeping it in the in the notes but it was like thinking about that's so scary because i'm just not from like i still have only felt little ones and like obviously you know like mexico city had a big one not long ago and that gets so fucked up but like and i don't i i don't like when people say like oh well you know trump got elected so like there'll be good music now like it's like uh but then there is like some like butterfly effect kernels of like well it doesn't feel good right now but there's some reason something's happening today and it's resetting and there's probably some like there's paths being taken that we just don't even know why this is going down. And sometimes things are just like purely out of our control. And then we all have to come together and adapt. Um, I like the idea of like the Pluto retrograde times too. It's like a, the Astro Twins touch on this. And I was saw it like in a, a few varied other articles. And I think Pluto is a lot about like, I mean, the shadow side also kind of relating to the mystical sides of you or like those like deeper psychic -y, like spiritual, like, dark underworld underworld shit like if you're feeling magical and powerful like what wh where do you want to go with that like do you want to like practice some like herbal witch medicine kind of shit do you want to like go down different roads that maybe felt like you weren't allowed to before because you're allowed you have power you can do anything you want to do so i think um i don't know pluto's like a trippy ass planet that's like i think has like a lot of like sake it feels very sacred like i just like that scorpio preciousness is just very like Mwah. well i think it's also uh, a good reminder that with all of these outer planets too this can also be like big society wide things or worldwide things and i think that sometimes when something like a trump getting elected happens we it's not an overnight change but now we are being forced to question a lot of these beliefs what what does power look like what do we think about that how do we need to change our own opinions and and bring up these things like bringing those things to the surface causes these individual subconscious changes and also large scale things it's like responding to the culture i think too we can remember when these destructive things happen whether they are grand scale or very small um that it's okay to just you don't have to believe in anything to just be like it's okay like i can just keep going somehow someday whatever energy i put out will come back to me or or being okay in this moment isn't gonna uh make things worse for me in the future mm -hmm. yeah mm-hmm and isn't isn't saying that you're okay with what's happening right or you don't you don't have to whatever being okay if you, screaming means you're helps you do that like whatever it takes you don't have to like condone whatever's happening like that to to respond that's the thing i feel like uh, jessica Leonardo talks about a lot is like reacting versus responding mm -hmm. and reacting is like not is just you know you're just go you're popping off where, whereas like responding to a thing is the thinking thinking it through and deciding where you're coming through observing it being curious all of those things um and so those are the retrogrades yeah mm -hmm. um quickly um 
say you also because because most of those planets are retrograde for a lot of times um it is common for people who have retrograde in their natal chart um it's more common it's more uncommon for you to have no retrograde than it is for you to have retrograde planets so if you've looked at your birth chart and you see that r next to a planet don't freak out you're not a weirdo you are very normal if that's a thing um, <laughs> we are the weirdos um most people have at least two or like uh the majority of people have at least two retrograde planets it's it's uncommon for you to have like a bunch of them yeah or that's more unique um but a lot of people chances are you know there's whole like years where because of all the rotations where there's like it's impossible for there to be a chart without a retrograde planet in it huh. and stuff um yeah, well, we we can talk about that at a separate time. I feel yeah, like yeah, well, yeah, you guys, you you get, you it. get it. But I did see some. I can't remember who said it. It was somewhere in tech, somewhere that just like minimally retrograde people. Something about like they learn lessons quicker. Like it's just like they like almost like are like a little adult sooner in life and just kind of can take lessons faster. Where retrograde might it might take you like a few times around the block which is again if there's a thing as normal like nothing is othering you you're not like fucking weird but being weird is cool yeah hell yeah stay weird stay signers weird. keep astrology weird <laughs> keep astrology keep weird. it crispy oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week bye bye, bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?